my name is Christina, and thank you for checking in to the Home for Wayward OCs. This is a podcast where a friend and I talk about our original characters, the good, the bad, and the self-inserts. Today, our guest is my friend Riley Hopkins. Riley, how are you doing today? I am doing just fine. Thank you for having me, Christina. You're welcome. Thank you for being willing to come on. This is the... This will be the third official episode, but the second one of me recording with someone else. <laughs> is the first one you telling uh, telling about your OCs? Yes, it is. I interviewed myself. Yes, that's that's so good. <laughs> that's very good. Thank you. It's, it's going to be a lot shorter than the other ones will be, just because I ran out of things to talk about myself to myself about. But such as it is. I might try and do a different format for whenever I do that in the future. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it's it's. I've tried to do a a solo show, and it's like it's such a a weird experience to be like, all right, and now to the next section. It's gonna be interesting. It's about my my first episode is about my original character whose name is Christina. Yes, hell, we all have one. We yes. all have one. <laughs> yes, she was my first, so her name is Christina makes sense it makes sense i that was yeah. my first role-playing game character was riley and he mm-hmm. was just me nice yeah. <laughs> oh but we're not here to talk about riley no today we are here to talk about actually who are we here to talk about today riley i'm glad you asked so um in the wonderful world of star wars i play a lot of role-playing games and yes. i've had one uh game that i ran um that was for a podcast that it kind of just petered out just due to like me not being able to successfully stick with editing that many people but i made an Uh-oh. npc named karut ziegler in the cl- he was a jedi master in the clone mm-hmm. wars and he he was a uh oh god oh no i forgot his race he's one of the snake <laughs> people he's one of the new snake people from the canon comic i i can't say that i exactly know what you're talking no, about I but you. i can't see you so i will i know his I will... name I know his name. Oh, what is he? What Riley, is we're he? sitting here on our computers. You can look it up on Wikipedia. I'm doing that. I'm scrolling through it okay, right good. now. Okay, <laughs> good. Um, I'm, I'm, okay, so in his bi- I'm looking through Kanan's uh, biography. Uh, Raccoon Seer. Cardoa. Um, he meets with a person. What was the person he meets with? Oh my god, my dog is being so loud as well. <laughs> Your she, dog is expressing her sympathy. She's probably shouting. Uh, shouting what the uh, character is. Um, God, I can't. None of the pictures are showing him. Casimir, Casimir. Okay, Casimir. Okay. And then the race is. Thank you so much for uh, for dealing with this. <laughs> I have been there so many times. Caloran. I've I've been there in the exact same scenario talking about Star Wars characters. <laughs> He's a Caloran. I'm going to Google Hangouts you the picture of a uh, just a general Caloran. But like, okay. there are new species in Star Wars that came out when the Kanan, in the uh, Kanan Jarrus comic came out, came out, and they're really cool looking. They look dope and rad, and I love them. Yeah. And so my guy, Kanan, uh, not Kanan Jarrus, Karut Ziegler, was was that Jedi Master. He was best friends with Qui Gon Jinn. They hung out all the time, and because like you know, Qui Gon is also like a like. Hey, fuck the Jedi Council. And so Zigo was like, yeah, fuck the Jedi Council. <laughs> like, Aww. they suck. And so, like, the two of, like... I would agree with that for the most part. <laughs> yeah, like, they make a lot of bad decisions. Why can't we have kids? Why can't we, like, do these other things? Like, why do we have to throw away Sith artifacts? Like, 
He did a lot of stuff that went Forbidden relationships are. <laughs> Forbidden. It's like it's it's ridiculous. But so he was the Jedi Master to the main character in this uh, mm-hmm. game, Bree Night Rose, who's another character I really, really enjoy, but I didn't create her on my own, so I didn't feel correct talking about her. <laughs> um but like Ziegler, his story is unfolded as the game progresses, and mm-hmm. you he um he has like a secret section. He has like a secret base that's off a on a separate world where you know Jedi aren't supposed to have you know possessions. Yeah, Ziegler or had, secrets. <laughs> yeah, he had both. Oh, he had a big collection of like uh of uh like you know some artifacts, Beanie some, babies, some Jedi artifacts, some Sith artifacts, like just like. Uh, anything that was probably like, hey, you shouldn't have that, he definitely, definitely had that. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. So, Pack Rat Jedi Master. What a combination. Basically, yeah. Like, the, uh, one of the clones, because it was seven, it was six clone troopers and the Jedi Padawan. Mm-hmm. Um, they all... Holy cow, that's a giant game. Yeah, it was. You could see how I made a mistake there. <laughs> I, I tried, <laughs> I, I dreamed too big. And what's, I had... I had so many great, great players too, and I squandered the whole thing by just being getting exhausted. But well, it's not necessarily a hundred percent your fault. No, but it it is a big chunk of it, and I'm I'm willing to own that. But like, so they go into uh, his. God, I, I'm just telling you the whole story of him. Yeah, like, go for it. Yeah, and they go into this his... is about this is a podcast for talking about your original characters. <laughs> Talk away. They go into his secret garden and like his uh, it's called the Rose Garden because his Padawan's uh, Bree Night Rose and he thinks of her as like mm-hmm. his kid and like Aww. and like so I guess they go in the the players go into it after uh, Ziegler's killed by General Grievous. Uh oh. Yeah, it's rough. It's it's a rough uh, ending for him and that happens like uh there's a time skip after that happens. Because, mm-hmm. like, the clones kind of blame themselves for letting the Jedi die. Bree blames herself. Like, everyone, nobody is happy with it. And so Some the whole... good old Catholic Jedi guilt. <laughs> yeah, the whole squad breaks up, and a year later they get back together. After, yeah. like, going through these little missions together. And Bree, Bree and one of the clones, Hotshot, go to uh, Ziegler's hidden base that uh, Hotshot knew about, because... Hotshot was an arc trooper that uh, Ziegler would confide in a lot, and they would just talk about shit and talk about how like neither of them want to be there doing what they're doing, talking about mm-hmm. run away, running away from the Republic. Um, Ziegler taught Hotshot how to use a lightsaber, like ooh, that's cool. Yeah, and like so he leaves a message for uh for Bree and like talks about some stuff, mm-hmm. talks uh, commit like admits to killing a uh a other Jedi that he was out treasure hunting with, because the uh, Jedi was like, oh, whoops. I want to destroy a Sith holocron. He's like, no, that's that's dumb. Don't do that thing. Don't do that. But, like, he killed him, but then covered it up, because he's like, oh, he wanted to get rid of this thing. We shouldn't get rid of it. We should have it. Uh-oh. But, yeah, it's a lot of rough stuff like that. But Ziegler is my guy, and I'm trying to dig through right now to find the art of him that was done. So that's that's the general gist of my of my boy, Karut Ziegler. Mm-hmm. So, what did what brought you to create Mr. Ziegler? Was it just was just oh shoot, I need to fill in an NPC, or was there? So it sounds like he had like a whole backstory that there was a lot bigger plan for him when you first started playing. Yeah, he like 
his whole thing was I, I needed a Jedi Master and I wanted him to be cool and oh there's this dope mm-hmm. new alien in Star Wars so like I'll take that and like me and my players like kind of like went together to create him a little bit and then yeah. like once he was fully formed and we were like he's kind of like a Obi-Wan Obi-Wan Anakin mix <laughs> where he's like kind of like oh hello that like charming but like still he has he has that dark side you know like every every good <laughs> jedi master for a game should have um yeah and then just as we were playing like i was like oh well it's a jedi master in star wars like uh, every any mentor figure has to die in star wars that's just how that works that's how that whole thing always yeah. shakes out <laughs> and so he he was he was dead from inception to me oh boy <laughs> but like that's a heck of a way to create a character yeah you know i'm sure he was thrilled (laughs) but it i think he lasted very long like he lasted longer than i thought because originally he was going to die in the first episode but or the Mm -hmm. first session but he ended up you know living past that to like four or five sessions after that yeah and yeah it's just the idea of one of the things i wanted to do with him and i think i did right was like I get really, really tired of old Jedi Order stuff where they're just like, ah, no, this thing is bad, so we have to hate it. Like, we have to destroy it. We can't dare learn from other people's mistakes. Mm-hmm. No. Like, that that shit, like, really grinds my gears because yeah, I feel like that shouldn't happen. Like, it should just, like, the Jedi should learn from other people, and they refuse to all the time. And so I created a character that didn't refuse to. Yeah. That is that is definitely an interesting way to go about creating a character, especially because, as we know from the most recent Star Wars movies, <laughs> that the Jedi are a constantly changing and very, very fallible system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And like that's something that I really liked in Star Wars because it gave me like this character that I had helped that I had helped create. Like it made him like made it more reasonable for him to exist in the universe. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It's easier to have a character with believable flaws if you're working with a system that already is flawed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, and like, then like the main character, like she would try to play it very like, very straight all the time. As in, like I, you know, she's trying to be a good Jedi when her master was not a good Jedi, and she didn't know her master wasn't a good Jedi until after he died. So yeah. it's a lot of dealing with legacy and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's I miss playing him a lot. <laughs> yeah, I can. I think you and I both can relate to that. <laughs> uh so since. Uh, Mr. Ziegler, Master Ziegler, whatever mm-hmm. honorific Ziegler, he goes yeah, by. Master Karut Ziegler. Yes. Uh, since Karut Ziegler is a snake person, what else does he look like besides, I'm assuming, uh, a bipedal snake with arms? Yeah, so Ziegler has, he's green. Oh gosh, how cool would it be if there was just like, just a snake with I, a lightsaber? I think there <laughs> Hold is- Hold a lightsaber with the tail. I think there is like a shoot snake- race in star wars or there was oh my in God. Like legends so i gotta like i mean why not they've got everything else <laughs> exactly like who's gonna stop them <laughs> true um but yeah like he he would wear you know like you know the brown gray je- brown light brown jedi robes he was mm-hmm. green and had these kind of like purple-ish dark brown markings on his uh head and like uh like on the back of like what basically is like this cobra um uh like 
I don't know, Cobra Hood? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah. He had a, uh, I think it started green. I think his lightsaber was green and then mm-hmm. switched to gold because I couldn't decide. But it had a little bit of an exposed uh, kyber crystal and a yeah. scooped, um, a scalloped like neck, uh, hilt. So like mm-hmm. it came out and it was kind of rustled extra loud. But um, <laughs> that was really cool. Dramatic Jedi. Yeah, of course. They always have to be dramatic. He's very, very dramatic. He was just a very dramatic boy, and I will. <laughs> and he he did, he earned that spot. Um, it sounds like it. What did he do to earn the spot of most dramatic Jedi? <laughs> well, How did he, he win that Oscar? He bummed <laughs> around space with, Oscar. Bummed around with Qui Gon all the time. He just bummed around and cried a lot. Like he, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna do whatever I want, and it turns out what he wants is just to be frustrating as hell to the people around him. Oh <laughs> like, boy, did that extend to the other player characters in this campaign? Yes, everyone was very, very into. So, all right, so there are the clones are Frag, Shudder, Hotshot, um, eventually Sparks adds on to the crew, Mayday, Rook, um. No, what was his name? I can't think of the the other one. That's okay. He, he's a Still he's a scout, it. and he wor- he had a uh, he he worked with Mayday a lot, and he was also all the clones are a little bit force sensitive because like hell yeah, mm-hmm. I found one of the pictures yeah. of Ziegler, and I just uh messaged it to you. Um, but um, like he works to get like he he just. He was very much in, in this thing where I want to be like, oh, the force flows through everything. And yeah. he was how I wanted to represent that and how I wanted to push that. And it just, it worked in that way, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. But, yeah, he's just Aww, a good what a good bunch dude. of kids. They're a good bunch of kids, yeah. The game was supposed to end in Order 66, where... Um, oh, God. Oh, God, Riley. Yeah. No, yeah, it... It was gonna be wild, <laughs> that the, and yeah, the problem is I just did not execute it correctly. I couldn't, I couldn't, like I couldn't um, correctly. You couldn't kill your boys. Well, no, it's just I couldn't bring myself to edit. This is the thing. I have seven. I have like three sessions and like more episodes sitting on my computer that I just mm-hmm. got. T- I fell out of the sink of editing, and then yeah. I just couldn't bring myself to actually edit, and that's because that is just a me problem, <laughs> but. It was so- I, def- I definitely can relate to that. There's always a certain point in any creative endeavor whenever you're like, I just can't get past this roadblock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what are, What is this character's name supposed to be? I can't do anything until they have a name. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. That is exactly it. Uh, and you can you can hear the adventures that are released under the lucky under lucky sevens on Alien Happy Hour, and okay. uh, like. I think there are like there's like twenty or so episodes. The first six are bad quality, but they uh, get to be much better audio quality. I I very very much loved these seven characters, eight including mm-hmm. the clone that joins them later on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That that that's my that's my dude. That's my guy. That's a good dude. Yeah. So, what was your favorite thing that happened to your Jedi Master Snake guy? My favorite thing that happened Mr. to Mr. Snake was, um, I think in the uh, intro episode that he was in, him and uh, 
the uh, his Padawan together, they they were it started on Felucia, and so mm-hmm. the two of them and the squad of troopers were out and uh, just kind of cutting through cutting through droids in you know over the top Clone Wars animated style fashion. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like cinematic combat. Yeah, and like they're like chucking trees, and he's a show off, so like he could like you know be as fancy and ridiculous as possible. But like, I loved that's my favorite like beat that he was in. My favorite mm-hmm. thing that happened with him truly was um, the clones had made their way to Mortis, and um, yeah, he uh he showed up there. It was after he died. And so he showed up there as, like, a kind of, like, projection of uh, Bree's imagination, almost. hmm Yeah, and, like, getting to, like, truly, like, part with him. And, like, and have, like, a parting scene where, like, he, like, them faded. Emotional closure? Yeah. My Star Wars? Yeah, emotional closure. Oh, <laughs> uh, they, those kids don't get any. <laughs> I no, they don't. Almost never. Yeah. Oh god, especially when it deals with clone troopers. Mm-hmm. Oh. But yeah. That's it. That's my favorite beat. Cool. What is your favorite thing about Ziegler, besides the fact that he is friends with Qui-Gon Jinn and is just kind of the you can't tell me what to do, Dad, <laughs> Jedi. My my favorite thing about him, um I'm sorry, dog got into a thing. Um my favorite thing about him <laughs> was um I like the relationships I could have with him and other characters, like other mainstay mm-hmm. characters. I like the implied uh, conversations with Qui-Gon, and I like, like, Obi-Wan not being his biggest fan. Yeah. And I liked the I, I liked the idea of a Jedi who is like, nah, these clones are people, and more than that, they can be, they can be just as much as us. And yeah. so just working individually with clones and, like, to like outside extracurricular Jedi activities. <laughs> yeah. And plus that's a depending on what flavor of Star Wars canon you're into, that is definitely a controversial stance to take mm-hmm. when you're associating with Jedi that clones are people too. Yeah. I I love clone troopers. That is well on record. Clone troopers are fantastic and wonderful and super interesting. <laughs> I, oh yeah, definitely. I love the prequels, and I will die on this hill. And it's just the idea of a clone with a lightsaber is such a dope picture, especially one that is still on active duty at active duty as a clone trooper. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, and having to hide that, or else they'll like, who knows what'll happen? Oh gosh, yeah, that is. When you're a clone trooper where uniformity is the is the golden rule and the only rule, mm-hmm. that I, I can't even imagine what you wanted to do with that as the, as the GM for this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it it, it they, they had to hide a lot and like yeah. it it got to a point where it was very difficult to, and I never got to, I never got to pay dividends on that. I never got to come back with a, to find out, see how those things paid off. So that, that's kind of, if you could have continued it, how would you have, I mean, of course, barring the player's involvement, how would you have wanted to pay out some of those narrative threads that you set up with Ziegler? Oh boy. I'd want, (laughs) 
one of the ways was uh one of the players the the jedi was taking on her own kind of clone padawan almost and like yeah i had one one clone who trips that was his name trips was there the other clone go. um he he could see the force in the way he didn't interact with Ooh. it but he could see it rook um he was jedi like force sensitive in a very weaker way but he was building his own lightsaber um oh wow mayday had like bad bad shit with the force where he'd have like he would ha- he would he knew based on like i think it was based out of midichlorians he could tell that the chip was in his head but he couldn't figure out what it was like he didn't know why it was there or what was happening and he was just like ah oh, the jedi are you know the jedi are are you know trying to wipe our minds like he was like a conspiracy <laughs> nut almost the tinfoil hat guy yeah but he was right is the worst thing yeah <laughs> yeah like there i i want i want what i want wanted to happen was for the jedi in the game to take the clone that was her the the like take what ziegler had left as his legacy and make that better because his was flawed and she had the chance to not to make it something that wasn't flawed or make it something that was less directly bad yeah yeah and like that would have been really cool (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's the legacy isn't it yeah sowing the seeds in a garden that you never get to see yep that joke came up directly (laughs) one of the only lines i know from hamilton i Hamilton's very good. You should you should really just ingest all of Hamilton if possible. Oh believe me, it is on my itinerary. <laughs> very good. I'm glad to hear that. It's it's in line behind a lot of other things, but it is on my itinerary. While I'm digging through everything, I got I made up a spot. Of, uh, I was one of my players, uh, the player who played Sparks, who came on later in the game after another player couldn't make it anymore. Um, yeah, they uh. They've turned me on to making character playlists. And oh, so God, yeah. I have in here, I'm digging through my Spotify because now I've made a million character playlists. Z- oh my God, same. Ziegler's, Ziegler's playlist right here. There is a, there you go. There is the Ziegler playlist, which I can, I can now, I will read off the, the little track list here because it's, it's one of those ones I feel very positive about. The opening, yeah. opening song is Holy Ghost by Modern Baseball. Which is like their opening track off their um, latest album, and is that is that the one that goes like Friday Night Holy Ghost? Is that it? <laughs> no, no, no. So oh, it okay. is. Um, it's a acoustic song that um, starts off and has like a slowly like increasing feedback coming through the back of it that cuts into their second song, and so the lyrics um, are: He's been haunting my dreams at night. I've been I've been hollering him at him at the I've been hollering at him in the dark just to turn on the light, and like um, it's the concept of it, it the actual singer it's about his um mm-hmm. grandpa that had passed away and like it like it's just a little bit off that and then but like the concept of it for me would be um how one of the characters would see him you know like he is the yeah. ghost that like they kept seeing um through the valley even literally in the time with the ones that are more force sensitive yeah I exactly even literally um, Through the Valley by Sean James is what it cuts into, which is the song that Ellie plays in the Last of Us 2 trailer. Okay. Where it's um, the uh, I Walk Through the Valley of the Shadow of Death, where it quotes that biblical verse, which I am a sucker for. Yeah. And like then it cuts into Pete Seeker's Little Boxes, which I'm sure you've heard of, where it's uh, little boxes made of... Uh, oh, f- 
it's about how everyone gets sorted into their little boxes and everyone's just happy and fine and like that's how things are gonna be like that's just how they should be and like it's yeah. it's a very like tongue-in-cheek like this sucks and i hate it song because pete Seeger. i don't know if you i don't know how how much into music that's- you are but like, the name sounds familiar. He's one of the he's one of like the big folk heroes. He's very much a uh, he he was on like the the list of like oh the like these people are known communists like in like, the fifties. But uh, <laughs> he was on the red list. Yeah, little little boxes on the hillside, little boxes made of ticky tacky, little boxes on the hillside, little boxes all the same. There's a pink one and a green one and a blue one and a yellow one, and they're all just made of ticky tacky, and they all look just the same. Like it's it's that oh boy, kind of that's, thing. That's that's a very sarcastic song. Yeah, it's very much that, and so that would be him viewing the Jedi Order, and then yeah, falling through that to secret by the Pierces, which is uh got a secret, can he keep it? Uh, <laughs> and it's uh the only oh, the only one who can keep a secret is someone who is dead, which is him, you know, killing that other Jedi Master. Oh boy. Yeah, which then cuts to suddenly everything has changed by the Postal Service. Yeah. Um cups anna kendrick when i'm gone comes next because you're gonna miss him when he's gone grace beneath grace beneath the pines by glenn hansard which is the opening song off his i think last album not his newest one um okay that one is about you know soldiers going to war and uh i believe the lyrics for the chorus are also very good yeah um uh, grace beneath my judge's gavel grace beneath the judge's gavel brace among my brothers on the firing line grace upon this road less traveled grace beneath the pines and like there's that yeah it's really good i love glenn hansard so much but that is a different podcast <laughs> um you talking about glenn hansard made me think have you ever heard the song in flanders fields in flanders fields yes yes i do i knew i do know in flanders fields oh gosh it the topic of songs about soldiers going into war and maybe not surviving war is a very, very dense emotional subject. Specifically, that's another Irish one, isn't it? Glenn Hansard is Irish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was the, because um, wasn't he the uh, musician who wrote all the music for Once? Yes, yes, Once is specifically my favorite <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, I... it's That's such a good show. Yep. Glenn Han- now, now, okay, so we're going off on this, and uh, I'm sorry, uh, but it's okay. Glenn Hansard <laughs> is, um, so the first movie that me and my current fiance, uh, like, like, like my fiance, I don't think I actually knew that you got engaged. Oh, I've been engaged for two years. We've been engaged for two years together for six. Like, it's we are just it like we're slow. So congratulations! <laughs> I appreciate it. We watched once the first night we ever got together, and then when Aww. we got engaged, we went to go see Glenn Hansard in concert. Like Glenn oh. Hansard is forever like super important to me in my life and so it's just it's it whatever he's on something is a very big uh big emotional beat for me (laughs) yeah i I totally get that i have musicians like that too yeah oh god yeah i can this song this playlist has like seven more songs on it if you want me if you if you if this well isn't pulled up yet yeah got dear theodosia uh the regina specter cover from hamilton uh, for mm-hmm. Fiona, which is the Rise Against cover of the No Use for a Name song, Self Control by Frank Ocean, Setting Sail Coming Home by Darren Korb off the Bastion soundtrack, New mm-hmm. Halloween by Touche Amore, Staying Alive by Capital Cities, Not Now by Blink 182, and I Just Want to Sell Out My Funeral by The Wonder Years. Like, oh my, what a song title! <laughs> yeah, it that's the that's the closing thing. 
the Wonder Years are also great. I won't turn this into a punk podcast, but the Wonder Years are so have some really fucking great lyricism and like poet poetry in their in their song titles. They're very much like a post pop punk like more emo leading band. Um, but if that's your shit, which it is mine, like they are very very good. And that song's full of reprises that pull throughout their own album. So like it like they go into the end of it and then like requote every uh, of stanza from every song. That they've like played in their album. Oh, I love the Wonder Years. That's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> but Wonder Years aren't an alien boy from Star Wars. <laughs> uh, so yes, that there is that. There is my playlist. <laughs> That's always so cool. I I can't. I know I can't speak for every creator or person who might be listening to this podcast, but I always find that doing character playlists is such a good way to try and like get yourself into the head of a character Mm -hmm. yeah if you can figure out exactly how to set it and then figure out exactly how to limit yourself and like where to place songs like if you can make it like under 15 make it an album and then have it have a arc then you can really like station yourself into that character and be like this is exactly who they are this is what Mm -hmm. they listen to like this is like this is them it's so useful I know that I've done that with, um, I have, I have two different sets of Power Rangers teams that I have created, and one of the sets is, one of the teams is accumulating a series of playlists where I tried to do just that. Mm-hmm. And they will be talked about in an upcoming, uh, interviewing of myself episode, God, dear listeners. That's so good. <laughs> it, oh uh, gosh, I love my rainbow children so much. <laughs> I've, and, I've... and they are, and they are, gen- and there is gender diversity yes. on my teams and I mix up the colors and but this is not a top this is not a Power Rangers podcast so I'm going to leave it for there until I get to talk about them on a full episode. Back to <laughs> Master Ziegler. Yes. <laughs> from the lovely tangent that will be that has gotten trimmed out of this podcast by the time that you all are hearing it. Ah. <laughs> uh, how Riley do you see yourself in Mr. Ziegler? Master um, Ziegler. Master Ziegler, I it's it's that same kind of thing of deflecting things with a uh, with comedy and trying mm-hmm. to while being like very upset at the state of things relatable yeah wanting wanting desperately I mean, for things to be different and not thinking you can fight your way out of it but like preparing all the same i would argue that that is a very hashtag relatable climate for the state of the world as it is today mm-hmm. yeah so hopefully that will be something that listeners can connect to because that is I know that's a that's one of my preferred methods of dealing with pain. Yeah. <laughs> or frustration or anything in general. Yeah, it's it's he was very much a ignore this problem so it goes away kind of person and that mm-hmm. kind of led to his downfall because it yeah. just let stuff bubble up nonstop and wouldn't talk with people. Like I I understood that at a time. I think I talk with people better now, but I definitely mm-hmm. understand that. I don't think I asked you this. How did Ziegler die? Um, General Grievous killed him. Oh uh, yeah, he yeah, was, you said that. Yeah, there he had gotten captured on a uh, mission above Christophus, I believe, and mm-hmm. um, he uh, the clones and Bree went in to break him out, and they did. And as they're going to the escape pod, Grievous was after them, and in like true Jedi Master fashion, force pushed yeah. all of them into an escape pod, and then closed the door, and then 
in his weakened state, trying to fight Grievous, and Grievous uh, had another excellent addition to his collection. And I go, you stay. Yeah, it very much that. It was it was railroading oh, on my man. part, where it was like definitely not allowing my players to stop him, but yeah, I, I had wanted him dead. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is the hazard of being a GM with mm-hmm. anything that you need your... That really needs to happen for the sake of the story, mm-hmm. but your players don't want to happen. Yeah, it's rough. And it's definitely it's definitely looking at it like, there are better ways I could have done that. But like I had like been like, this is the scene I want, and like I'm going to make that yeah. happen. <laughs> but yeah, that's, oh, that's how it like, It sounds like Ziegler had a noble end for all of the... I'm just gonna collect Sith artifacts like it's no big deal mm-hmm. yep. that he did when when he was younger, or when, did that continue into his older that, that, age? That was or? like maybe a few months before he died. He'd go on missions. Like yeah, he would. He was still up to that. He wasn't like he didn't die feeling like I shouldn't have done this. He died like mm-hmm. I'm glad I did this, and I hope that the people that find out about this recognize why I had to do it. Like, yeah, he did not feel bad about that. Which, like, not good. That's not good. He probably should have felt a little bad. <laughs> yeah. It and Then it's interesting, then, deciding where you want to have your character feel remorse or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, one thing I've learned through playing so many characters, like, is, like, you can disagree with something your character does. Which is a weird concept. Because, oh, yeah. like, why would I do that? Why would I let them do something that I think is dumb? Well, because it makes mm-hmm. for... It makes for more a very interesting thing. You know oh yeah, I mean? definitely. And the important thing is that then you have to separate yourself from that character doing that thing, so you're not then mad at yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because bleed is real. Mm-hmm. Bleed is so real, and I'm sure that any people who are involved in the dramatic arts would definitely agree. <laughs> yeah, they don't teach that to role players as much as they should. No, they don't, because most of pe- most of the people who do role-playing are not ones who have degrees in acting, mm-hmm. or in any kind of dramatic study. Yeah. Ugh. But say lovey. Say lovey. Yeah. Say lovey. Que sera sera. That one. <laughs> that too. Yes. That mispronunciation. Uh. So has has Ziegler made it into anything else that you've done creatively? Like, popped up as a like a recurring gag among friends or like oh hey there's there's this guy named Ziegler who's a who's a museum curator in this story that I'm writing or whatever when I first started listening to Pokemon World Tour United I sent in an hey. email wanting to Hashtag be a promo, guest promo 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 yes I sent in an email to Jake and Josh wanting to be a guest and um yeah my character was uh a just a trainer a a bird trainer named named Ziegler yeah. And he had his six Pokemon that were all named after all the clones. Aww. I, it was so far back, and I think, because I had started listening and they had many episodes out already, so I'm sure when mm-hmm. I sent the email was when they're like, hey, we have a lot of people who message to want to be guests, so please stop messaging. Yeah. But, like, I'm sure it was around that time. But, like, it was... And then I clearly found, I found out Jake... Oh, Jake doesn't like mashups. Okay, cool. Well, then never mind. Let me put that idea in <laughs> well, the I trash mean, can. 
Is it a mashup if the source material is not especially widely known? Exactly. Widely known. Not especially widely known. Is giving it a lot of credit. If the source material is listened to by to maybe by 50 people. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. I don't know if that counts as a, uh, as yeah, a mashup. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the only place that Ziegler themselves have a have shown up specifically besides like also as like side characters in games of reflections which i don't know if you've yeah. ever played reflections or reflections is a real good two-player dm list game i don't think i've ever played that before oh it's very good it's it the concept of it is like two samurai and like you start the game as they're about to uh as they're in their final duel getting ready to kill each other and then you flash back through their entire lives together and like over those turns Ooh. of scenes you gain dice and then you finally come all the way back to they're about to kill each other, and then you roll the dice and see who kills the other one. And oh boy, it's a game by Jim McClure, and it's very, very good. There was a second where like everyone in uh, the one shot Discord was playing it, and yeah. it was just like people would have their like win losses in their uh, in their names. And yeah, it's a very, very fun game. It's easy to reskin into a bunch of different ways, like obviously Star mm-hmm. Wars, or they come with skins for Wild West or pro wrestling. Like, oh wow pro wrestling pro wrestling's really fun too because you like you start at the wrestlemania moment and flash back to like all the other stuff it's so good oh man that sounds like uh, that sounds very interesting mm-hmm. i can't say that i necessarily have any experience in that but that would be a heck of a way to try and uh, get started with developing characters is oh hey let's try and do this standoff thing mm-hmm. yeah reflections is very 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 good and it takes like an hour i'm sending you a link to their kickstarter page they're already kickstarted and released a while ago but like god that's a fun game <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah yeah that's the those are the only two places i think they've uh shown up yeah so why do you love master ziegler so much that you wanted to come on a podcast to talk about them because a he has a lot of potential he has a lot of storylines that i never got to wrap up and i know ne- and i don't feel concluded on and b mm-hmm. i love i really 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 enjoy uh having him in the universe like i forget like sometimes like it's some things where it's like oh yeah like i watch star wars movies and i go oh cool i see I see Ziegler fitting into this. Like, I forget that yeah. he's not a canon character. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I oh, read, yeah. I have the, uh, like, the Book of the Jedi, like, the physical book of that, and it has notes in it from, like, Luke and, uh, Luke and, uh, Sidious and Anakin and Obi-Wan and Ahsoka, and, like, it has all those written in the, uh, written in, like, the side, like, the margins. And, like, the margins? Yeah, and I went through a little bit and made notes for Ziegler in it. You know what I mean? Oh, like, boy. It was just very, and that was very good. Like, it was very, very, very good in that way. Like, I, I I, I like having that character in the Star Wars mythos. And there's not enough yeah. in the Star Wars mythos to tell me that he isn't there. <laughs> That's true. I mean, they they scrapped a whole extended universe, so there's definitely room to fill in the gaps. Exactly. I've, I've written an article on Star Wars on Never Tell Me the Blogs that says, uh, like, canon is a construct. And, yeah, like your OCs can fit anywhere and they can be in the thing and nobody can tell you otherwise because canon oh, yeah. means nothing. <laughs> that is very true. Canon means nothing in a world where canon is getting rewritten every single day. Mm-hmm. Exactly, 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 exactly. And I think it says a lot that you were able to build a character that was so developed and had such 
I guess, agency of person that you were able to work them into an existing universe and then be able to see them existing in that universe even after you've already, I'm just going to say, paused <laughs> the paused the canon of their creation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, and that that's my favorite kind of OC, is someone who persists mm-hmm. in the world after after you have stopped working with them. And, like, be it in, like, a, uh, in, like, a, an actual, like, existing canon, like a Kingdom Hearts or, like, a Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Or, like, if you have your own fake version, like, if you have your fake version of Riverdale called Lake Vale, and you have your OC there (laughs) named Chandrella Flameheart, and she's the best. Like, she still exists, even though that game is done. Like. Oh, yeah. Ugh. It's good sh. It is. (sighs) Ugh. That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> it's okay. So, Riley, where can everyone find you on the internet where you want to be found? If you're on the internet, you can find me on Twitter at RevRyeBread. Rev like reverend. Rye bread like rye bread. Um, you can find me at Tumblr. I believe I'm still at tra- Traveling Gambler. Um, you can find me... Tumblr is a dying platform. It is. It's not, it's not good. It's not great no, over it's there. Not. You can also find me on YouTube at Alien Happy Hour or on your podcast app at Alien Happy Hour. Um, you can find me moderating the One Shot Discord, the Hey Jake and Josh Discord, and the Awful Squad Junior Discords. Um, I'm just over there. So if you want me to look over your online community, hit me up. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's. Duly noted. Riley will watch you as, as you internet. I will. I'll make sure you follow the rules that you set up. <laughs> Oh, boy. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Riley. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me on. This has been wonderful. The Home for Wayward OCs can be found on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Our theme song is Violet by Pottington Bear, courtesy of the Free Music Archives. New episodes come out on the second and fourth Mondays of the month. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we can be found on Twitter at WaywardOCPod or through the WaywardOCPod hashtag. You can also email us at waywardocpod at gmail.com. We are always looking for guests to talk about their original characters, so drop us a line if you're interested. And since we're just starting out, it would be super helpful if you could subscribe and rate us on your listening platform of choice. That helps us find more guests and brighten more people's day. So thank you all for listening. This has been the Home for Wayward OCs, and we hope you enjoyed your stay. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba.